Step right up to The Barnum Show, a podcast series created by students in the American Carnival First Year Seminar at Worcester State University in fall 2014. Each episode tells one story from the life of America's quintessential showman, P.T. Barnum. Hero, trickster, or fraud? You be the judge. But just remember what Barnum never actually said. There's a sucker born every minute. No photos of this magnificent creature exist. Its whereabouts have been unknown since 1859, and yet to this day, the infamous Fiji mermaid continues to fascinate people. The mermaid was first on exhibition from 1823 until 1825, owned by American sea captain Samuel Barrett Eads. His exhibition drew quite a bit of attention, including that of naturalists who would come to determine that the mermaid was a fraud, a discovery that would lead to financial ruin for Eads. It would be nearly 20 years before the mermaid resurfaced, and its new owner, Moses Kimball, curator of the Boston Museum and Gallery of Fine Arts, had big plans for it. You see, Kimball's museum had opened only six and a half months prior, and he recognized that while P.T. Barnum's American Museum in New York was not close enough to be a real threat, he saw that there was potential for both parties to benefit from mutual partnership. Kimball first met Barnum in 1842 when he journeyed to New York to present his business proposal. While Kimball would remain the owner of the Fiji mermaid, he would allow Barnum to lease the creature for $12.50 a week. Barnum's museum naturalist, Emile Guilladou, immediately rejected the proposal, based on the simple premise that mermaids do not exist. Barnum, however, being the father of humbug he was, convinced Guilladou to keep an open mind. After all, Darwin's theory of evolution was just becoming widely popular, and people were skeptical yet accepting of odd new creatures like the platypus, so why not a mermaid? Barnum knew that the success of this venture relied heavily on advertising, but his recent involvement in the failed Joyce Head hoax meant that his name could tarnish the credibility of the entire operation. He took several precautions to ensure success. He mailed letters authenticating the mermaid to every New York paper as though arriving from distant cities. He used woodcuts of beautiful, bare-breasted, fish-tailed women to depict what the mermaid allegedly looked like and portrayed them to each newspaper as an exclusive inside look at this coming attraction. The papers raced to print the image, and meanwhile Barnum was placing copies and pamphlets he had written and sold to further perpetuate the hype. Over 10,000 pamphlets were distributed, and an 8-foot-high color projection was strung outside New York's concert hall in preparation for the Mermaid's debut on August 8, 1842. To further solidify the legitimacy of this discovery to the public, Barnum again enlisted his friend Levi Lyman to pose as the English Dr. J. Griffin of London's Lyceum of Natural History. Barnum decided that Dr. Griffin was to be the proprietor of the mermaid, allowing him to further distance himself from the hoax. The phony naturalist even gave lectures regarding the natural history in conjunction with the mermaid, claiming that it must be real since all things have an ocean counterpart. There are seahorses, sea lions, and sea dogs, so why not see humans? Following its week-long display at Concert Hall with Dr. Griffin, the mermaid found its temporary home in Barnum's American Museum. After a month, Barnum sent the Fiji mermaid on a tour of the southern states with his uncle, Allenson. Two rival newspapers in South Carolina caused a debate over the legitimacy of the mermaid, and so she went back to New York to prevent further discourse. The mermaid spent the next rather uneventful 20 years splitting time between Barnum and Kimball's respective museums. In 
It isn't until after arriving at Kimball's Museum following the conclusion of her London tour with Barnum in June of 1859 that the location of the mermaid became unknown. Barnum's Museum burnt down in 1865 and Kimball's burnt down in the early 1880s. It is assumed that the mermaid was destroyed during one of the fires. The most grotesque part of Barnum's hoax was not the amount of deception involved to swindle the public, but the appearance of the mermaid. She was nothing like the beautiful bare-breasted fish-tailed images that Barnum had spread. In fact, Barnum describes the mermaid in his autobiography as an ugly, dried-up, black-looking, and diminutive specimen, its arms thrown up, giving it the appearance of having died in great agony. The creature was the result of impeccable taxidermy, connecting the body of a fish to what is assumed to have been an orangutan torso. The true origin of the Fiji mermaid is speculated to be from fishermen in Japan and the East Indies that used this art form in religious ceremonies.